Welcome, fishermen and outdoorsmen. Sit back and enjoy some real outdoor talk from around the country. Take a trip on one of Betsy's adventures, learning pro tips from the locals who know. So cast your attention our way and catch a tip for your next trip. And now, Fish and Tips with Betsy, with your host, Jeff Betsworth. Hey folks, Betsy Fishing Tips, are you kidding me? Up here in Canada, Helka Island, Lake Winnipeg, north of Winnipeg, my first time up here, actually my first time open water fishing uh, Canada. I've been to uh, um, Winnipeg, you know, probably eight times ice fishing, but um, I'm with a good group of guys here. Um, I'm just gonna kind of go through some names. Don Badowski is the guy I shared a boat with, and then we got Jason and Gary. Then we got Wade, Tim, we have Corey over here, and we have Tobin. What is up, guys? Hey, buddy. What's going on? Good to be with you. Glad to be here. Tobin's just glad to get a mic in front of him. He's pretty excited right now, wouldn't you say, fellas? <laughs> he looks juiced. He looks juiced. Yeah, he looks juiced. He He's looks got juiced. a face for radio. He does have a face for radio. Well, hey, it's um, we're just kind of uh, talking about our trip. Wow, we had a... God, it was tough fishing today. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding totally. Um, but I got uh, Corey and Tobin and Tim have probably been up here more than anybody. Um, what I think you guys have been doing this trip for what three years, Corey? Yeah, we came to the Red River up here um, several years before that, and these guys and we fished, which the is lake. the mouth of Winnipeg, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we've all done ice fishing trips and separate trips. Our trips have kind of combined, but coming up to Hecla uh, three years ago is the first time. Yeah, excellent. And Tobin, you've uh, you were kind of one of the guys that first came up here too, right? Yeah, I've I've uh, really developed a uh, pretty good relationship with the guides up here, Donovan mm -hmm. and Brad, and so I've I've been up here quite a few times in the boat. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about those guys a little bit. Uh, Blackwater Cats, and you know, you, you formed a relationship with them. Tell tell us a little bit about those guys. Yeah, um, well, I, I've been coming up here now. I I believe eight or nine years. Um, first trip that I came up on was ice trip with uh, Wade and Tim, and a group of uh, Iowa guys. And we uh, we fished exclusively with with uh, Donovan, um, Brad, and Ryan are all the Blackwater Cat guys, and uh, just slaughtered huge fish, like fish that you you dream of, you know. And uh, and we've just we developed a friendship. Um, Tim and me have kind of got our own company with building boxes. Um, Donovan, Donovan has has sold a few of them for us, and uh, it's it's just been a, a really really good relationship. We, yeah, it's um, when he's talking about the boxes, we're talking about the fish boxes, and that's how I actually met Tobin was at Cables that day. And, uh, you know, there's the guy out there, you know, I struck up a conversation. It was cold that day. Remember that? It was like three, four years ago, maybe. But uh, struck up a conversation with him and bought a box and then met Tim and then met Corey and Wade. And, um, you know, now I got the pleasure to meet Gary and, and his son, Jason. So 
Um, yeah, it's been real good. But now, Hecla, we're like, what, two hours from Winnipeg, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, about, probably maybe three. Yep. Yeah. About three. Yeah. So it's, uh, so we're, you know, we're not out in the boonies, but I told Don, you know, when we get done fishing, it's nice because we're renting an Airbnb out in the country here. Shoot, you don't even see any cars coming back, you know, which I absolutely <laughs> love, Wade. Right. You know, don't you? I mean, I, I do. And we're it's, it's we're, kind we're of pretty a, desolate out here. It, 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 but it's not, it's different than some of the other trips to, say, Ontario that you've done and you drove 14 hours. Yeah. You, don't, you, you feel like you're away, but you're not away. There's still mm. this and that. I mean, we didn't, it wasn't hard getting here, right? Like, yeah. And then, yeah. then you have the world-class fishing that's oh. in your own boat, not in some little, you know, puddle jumper that you went to a resort Thingy. somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we right. all had some pretty nice boats. We were fishing out of a couple of Lunds today, a nice tracker. Um, yeah. So we definitely had, and we kind of needed them today. Um, today was pretty windy. It was pretty wavy. Uh, let's just tell the listeners, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Three boats, eight guys, three, three, and two. We caught over 300 fish today, yep. which is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it it was a fantastic day. Um, wind and weather, I think, helped quite a bit today. You know, we we caught a a pretty good rain shower last night, and uh, the the fish today. If if you marked a fish, you basically caught a fish. Now, when you say the weather helped, I mean, so so explain that a little bit. Why why would you, you know, everybody always hears about a walleye chop and things like that, you know. And so tell me a little bit about why you thought the conditions were good today. The 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 area that we're fishing at Hecla, because the lake is so large and it narrows right in the middle, which is around Hecla Island. So on a wind change, if the wind is out of the south, it forces a lot of water through a narrow channel and and causes current and you have waves and you have current it it stirs the food up and uh it makes the fish easier to find is is kind of one of the reasons we come here yeah you know tim how many fish did you see on the graph today you were you had a graph by you too didn't you i mean it's um you seem pretty busy over there. Your rod was always bent, dude. Always bent. Always, always bent. That's right. <laughs> bent. Is that right, Wade? Who was the best fisherman the, in your boat well, all week? Was it was it Timmy or no? The, the fish were I'll stacked never in. It there. was Tim. It was Tim. It was Tim. <laughs> the fish were stacked in. It, you pulled in there and, and they're it's just crazy. I've never seen so many fish on a graph. Bait balls. I mean, as far as right. stacked in right. fish in first time you drop down, it's right in their mouth and you don't even the line goes slack and you gotta reel up and set the hook and it was absolutely nuts. Yeah, I think sometimes, Tobin, you were talking a little bit. Sometimes when you drop it down, it seems like, you know, it hit them on top of the head or something, right? Yeah, it, it was, It was like Tim was saying, it was crazy. Um, the, the one thing I, I uh, shared with, with everybody was in, in my boat with me today is, is find the bottom right away and know where it is. Because when you drop down, if you don't know where that bottom is, you know, you all of a sudden went slack. You think you're on the bottom. Well, it isn't. It's a fish. And and knowing that was a, a pretty critical thing to, to snag and fish because you, you could not 
feel a bite. You had no, you had no tap or bump or, you know. Yeah, speaking about that, you know, finding the bottom, I know how I did it. I hooked up with some uh, guys called Walleye Mafia. Walleye Mafia out of Winnipeg. Um, I called them last week. I told them what I was doing. Talked to Dino. Sends me a bunch of lures. Um, they didn't show up in time. So I called him, and he says, well, I'll meet you. I mean, these Canadian people are so nice up here. you know, Manitoba-friendly. Yeah, Manitoba-friendly, exactly. I mean, they want us to come back. They want us here. You know, so you feel real good about it. And he met me in a parking lot and he gave me a bunch of lures. And he says, them other ones, you know, he says, you can send them back. I'm like, no, I'll keep them. But we were using one ounce. I was using a one ounce jig with a little spinner blade on it, tipped with salted minnows. I've never used salted minnows before. Obviously, they're dead. Um, but yeah, it. Um, so check out Walleye Mafia. You know, check out Blackwater Cats. If you come up here, get a guide. I mean, we didn't have a guide, but these guys know enough. And we hooked up with, we've seen those guys, Brad and Donovan up here. Um, so it's nice to, but we still get them as a guide every year, right? I mean, you know, Tim, you get, you know, we it's come up lot, here. There's a lot of water. There's a lot yeah, of water we, here. Yeah, there's a lot of water. Absolutely. But we still get them uh, every year when we come up ice fishing. Right. We kind of know what we're doing up here, but why wouldn't you get a guide, right? right? They're out there every day doing their deal. They know where the fish are in, a, in and out. So it's mm-hmm. Well, the technique and the equipment isn't different, but the knowledge of what the fish are doing and where they're at and what they're wanting yeah. is critical. And their their knowledge, is they're on this lake every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 40, 50, 60 trips on this lake in the spring and fall it's 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 a lot don asked me today he said betsy would you ever want to be a guide and i'm like no gosh no i (laughs) i mean it's a lot of work you know what i mean it's a lot of work you got to put a smile on your face you know you get the same groups every year which is great and you got to laugh at the same jokes every year no (laughs) right because that's what i know i tell the same jokes every year i don't know about you guys but um but yeah so we got a the young buck on the crew is Jason. Jason, what's your last name? Barwick. Jason Barwick. Jason Barwick. What is up, my man? Not too much, Jeff. What's your new nickname? Uh, I think I got the nickname 24 today. 24. And why that is is because he doesn't catch anything under a 24-inch walleye. <laughs> it was right? Probably, it was probably about 10 in a row. I did, it felt yeah, like. I didn't get the pleasure to fish with him. But, uh, yeah, so his dad told me his new nickname is 24. So... We actually, Don said, these 24s are so fat, let's weigh one. So we weighed one today. It was six pounds. Right. We had, a, we had a 25 or 26 yesterday, Gary, that was 7'2". 7'2". A 26-incher at 7.2 pounds. These things are fat. You know, it's crazy because the first day, you catch you catch a 24-inch walleye. Dude, you got the camera out. You got the net out. and You're netting this thing. And, you know, you're... You know, you're real careful with it, and you're getting some pictures, and you're so excited, jumping around like schoolgirls, like, ah! Today, I mean, shoot, we're, I was taking them off, like, I felt like a bass fisherman. I was pulling them to the side of the boat and <laughs> gilling them and taking the taking the lure off. And those lures, too, from Walleye Mafia, check those out. Those things are strong, um, you know, because when they're in these walleyes, these walleyes are so powerful up here. I mean, 
Wade, tell me a little bit about how powerful these fish are. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're all medium heavies on your Oh, rods. yeah. You, you really got to be because when you do get one that doesn't come off, you thought you were snagged. Mm -hmm. you know, that's when. Exactly. So you guys were all. Fish. Yeah, you guys were all using what? Heavy rods? Yeah, medium heavies. Medium heavies. Medium, right. medium with fast. Medium action. fast, yeah. Yeah. And you need to be able to feel it too. Because, like Tobin said, when you drop, you're in 30 foot of water and you'll li literally free spool. I, I fished with an ounce and uh, eighth. Yeah. Whole, whole week really so you had a big oh, yeah i could drop it down there but that thing was free free spooling like tobin said mm -hmm. you watch you're like wait a minute engage it and boom i mean they're still hitting it on a free still fall. Hitting it, yeah. yeah reuse now what were you using now you you kind of stuck with the same lure all what was it, it was week, right it was a jig it was like a big jig and shadow Shadow I wish shadow. I had the original box. It was a Rapala. Yeah. But it was a different one. It was a little fatter. A little, yeah. You know, it was, so I think it's safe to say everybody's used yeah, a little I, bit of everything. I mean, Tobin, you're kind of a paddle tail guy, right? Yeah. I'm I'm just a plastic guy. Um, I've got a, a cousin that's a fantastic fisherman, and and uh, I've I've fished with him just enough to learn some of, of his techniques. Um, I fished with uh, Brad, who, yeah, Brad loves fishing. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and Dono, that's that's kind of the, the their beta choice for the most part. And I've, I've just stuck with the, the jig and easy to change colors, easy yeah. to adapt. And you were still using salt. Was everybody using salted minnows today? Salties, but we also used live in the past couple of days too. Oh, you yeah. did? Okay, we didn't live, have any live on Maybe one there. or two live and then a tip it with a salty. Wow. But I also did catch a lot of fish on a Castmaster too, so just... Oh, did you really? Just for the fun What color Castmaster? It didn't matter. It, it didn't matter. I had just, gold, huh. white, blue, orange, yellow. It's one thing I didn't try as a Castmaster, and usually when I go to South Dakota, I'm a huge Castmaster guy. Don Badowski, I mean, our go-to is like blue and silver, right? The Cast Masters. So, yeah, that's it's it's been real good. So, so Don and I fished out of his boat today. We caught, we had a clicker. We caught six, was sixty-five, two guys, sixty-five fish, two guys. Uh, Wade, what'd you pull out of your boat? One seventeen. One hundred and seventeen walleyes. Three guys. Yeah unbelievable tobin you i mean you kind of you had the boat i mean you're like a triple digit guy all the time <laughs> aren't you no i i just oh, had, look at I, guys. I just He's, had a really smile i had a really 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 good fish i i went three days and 100 fish easy um three days back to back yeah. And, and a couple good fish. Yeah. Tobin's probably the big, we didn't do a big fish pot, but Tobin probably would. What's, so my big was 27. Don's was 26 out of our boat. What was your guys's? I, I was uh, 29 and a half and uh, 28. Was, wow. was I caught two of them yesterday. I, what was it, Corey? A, a couple hours? Yeah. In there. Yeah, they were yeah. close. It was later yeah, in the it afternoon. Was, it was pretty close yeah. together. Yeah. I got a 29 the first day, so I got my master the first day oh, you with, did. with Brad. So, now, a master fish up here is what? 20, Over 28 inches. Over 28 inches. Okay. And they have new laws up here also. Um, the uh, Tim, what's a, Tim want a beer? Oh, Tim wants a beer? No. <laughs> but they got new laws up here. Um, you, can keep, you can bring home four fish, 
under 21 and a half inches. Um, I'll give you the American um, system or whatever. What is it? How many centimeters? I don't 55. know. 55. Yeah, something like that. But so basically 21 and a half inches, you can have four. You used to be able to keep one over that. Right, your trophy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. your trophy, one over seventy, one over centimeters. Yeah, and then you'd have to is, mark it right. You'd like a deer tag almost. Well, you'd sign your, you had to sign your license. Okay, yeah, mm -hmm. which they don't do that anymore. So you can't keep a trophy anymore. Um, but obviously, you can take a picture of it and get a replica. Yeah. Um, but um, but there's a lot of the, I don't know why they changed it. Obviously, they have their studies they do and everything with the biologists and. Um, but the commercial fishery up here, would it be safe to say if anybody knows anything about this, maybe you can talk after I do, but the commercial fishery up here, would it be safe to say if you buy a walleye in a store, is it coming from Winnipeg? Because they have a lot of commercial fishermen out here. So Betsy, Tim, I, I do yeah. know that evidently Culver's, all the fish that go to Culver's come from Lake Winnipeg. Really? And so I when think, they serve walleye. Yep. I'd explain huh. how good it is. Yep, that's yep. that's Culver's. That's that's Greenbacks, and I think there's a lot of probably seventy percent of the store bought fish is probably out of this fishery too. The the yeah. fresh fish market is is worldwide dominated by Lake Winnipeg and the catch through the hatchery um, is what I've learned from mm -hmm. the the guides and locals here, pretty much in the states. If you go to a restaurant and order walleye, it's it's a ninety percent chance it's, it's coming a, out of here. It's a Winnipeg walleye. Yeah. yeah. So when we were putting in at Gull Harbor, uh, beautiful place, nice little convenience store, boat ramp. A lot of your commercial fishermen are fishing out of there, and then we'd see them. I mean, they're boats they're going out with. I mean, they're just you know nothing, nothing big. Yeah, nothing, nothing huge. Um, they're setting their nets out. Oh, and I got something. Yeah. They're setting their nets out, and then they throw them in the back of this pickup, like in this big box. And I suppose they're taking them right to what Winnipeg, don't you think? Don't you think they're to the processing plant in Winnipeg, or where is it? There, there are some plants between here in Hecla and Winnipeg, um, in in some of the smaller towns. I I do know that, okay. but I can't I can't tell you yeah. where they are. So now, Tobin, you dropped. Remember, we were ice fishing this winter. You dropped. You drilled a hole by one of those and dropped your live scope down and what did you see uh it it literally is just a wall of fish is the only way to describe it i looked at it from looking lengthwise down it um and i i have pictures i've shared them i can i can put it on my facebook page yeah. again or something if if people want to see it but it's it, it was literally, it looked like two feet or three feet thick from, from the ice to the, to the bottom of the lake. And it, it's literally just fish, a, a, a wall of fish. I think, I think we were in like 15 feet of water yeah, when, yeah. when we did it. Yep. Yeah. Probably 15 feet. But the amount of fish in here, thousands and thousands, like Don said today, there's got to be a billion walleyes right. in here, dude. Right. <laughs> I mean, this place is crazy. This Wade, is Wade said today, it's funny, on the way home we were talking, and Wade says, and I never thought of this, he goes, these fish we're catching, 
they've never seen a lure before. <laughs> that's why, <laughs> no. that's why you can get away with so much because they've never seen it before. There's no pressure up here. How many boats did we see today? Six? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there, there weren't very many. Um, some of that was weather today, you know, but mm-hmm. I I kind of always look at trucks and trailers when you pull in. And there was literal only two trucks and trailers when we pulled in to launch this morning. And we're late. We, you know, we, we slept until eight o'clock and mm-hmm. looked at the weather and ate Corey's breakfast again. And yeah, yeah. we came up in August with the family. And, to, uh, to Helka here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Brought, brought my uh, mom and mom and her husband and uh, my sister and her whole family and then we just came up here for two days had donovan have his guys out here had brad for a day we just pounded them nice yeah we only did like a four-hour deal in the afternoon yeah you know did your family have a blast yeah they did Did you catch them like we did today or we my niece caught a 28 you know we caught we not numbers quality fish probably Mm -hmm. lower numbers you know maybe 20 fish in an afternoon per boat you know, but they were all quality fish, and yeah, I mean it was good. Yeah, this is for for that time of year. I mean, it was it was good. Yeah, it's just a it's just a great fishery. Um, like I said, I've fished the mouth before, but I've never never really came up this far. You know, but what's what's further north of here? Because I heard you guys talking the other day when Donovan was up here, and they said it's not even mapped. You yeah. know, when I say mapped, I'm talking like GPS. You know, as far as the Navionics chips and things like that, it's it's not mapped. So, you know, not many people fish up here, but nobody's really fishing north of here, right? Pretty pretty much nobody. Um, we've, it, you know, we the, the electronics have got us almost dependent on them. That you're, it, it feels like you're going to drive off the face of the earth if you're you're out in the boat and you're dealing with wind and water. And you can follow contours and then all of a sudden it's all red, you know, and, and that is, I, that, that is literally where the mapping technology is, is ended. And, uh, it's, it's big. I mean, we're only a third of the way up the lake. So there, there is massive and massive amounts of, uh, uncharted you know like right. like the wild west but it's this the great the great white north you know old it's bob and doug mckenzie style it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy to me that there's not more outfitters and more camps farther up because it's not yeah. like we're yeah like you said it's not hard to get to i mean it was all no. paved roads and you know, I mean, the closest town is what I don't know, twenty miles maybe. Right, Riverton. Riverton, right. yeah. And the quality fishery that there is, you'd almost figure there was more of a, you know, should be a charter service with the fifty people going out every night, like yeah. on, you know, Malax. Yeah, yeah. You know, we met some, we met some good friends up here, the wedges, Wayne and Kurt, and they do them fish fries with us. But Wayne is like, I was here the other day. And there were six rigs here, and none of them local. The locals don't. I don't know why that is, but the locals don't fish for these fish. It's crazy. And I noticed the locals call them pickerel. Yeah, they call the walleye pickerel, which, you know, I know pickerel lake over by Wa Bay there and stuff. But I always thought a pickerel was something else. But yeah, they call the walleyes pickerel. Yeah. So would it be safe to say that they just don't? 
they're just not into them around here, which is weird. Because, I mean, we're like, we love walleye, right? I mean, we, every guy here is like, walleye, yeah, I, I want to go walleye fishing. Well, Betsy, the first time I came up here, uh, I think it was with Corey and Tobin and Rod and the guys in the Red River, which was on fire. And, you know, Corey and Tobin can, and, and maybe Gary can talk about the Red River, but I think. Which is the only river that flows north, I believe. The only that's, what flow, that's what feeds Winnipeg. It does. And. And so it, my first few times up the Red were incredible. I didn't know it could get any better. And I think it's just so easy for the locals to fish out of a dinghy or off the shore. Mm-hmm. So why drive to? You hours? just said dinghy. I did. <laughs> Sorry, we might have to. We might have to bleep that, folks. I apologize. Yeah. Do we have to? Do we have to have a drink? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you got to drink every time you say dinghy or see Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, oh God. I'm a Bronco fan. You know that. Don't talk about Taylor Swift. Do they have a football team? But, yeah, but you're right. Yeah, they do. They do. We're getting off subject here. What the heck? So, what? Uh, you got to watch out for snakes up here. Obviously, Tobin. <laughs> now, Tobin, Tobin had a snake in his boat. Could you tell us a little bit about that, Tobin? Yeah, I, I awoke my uh, first day after arrival to step on a snake in the boat and about fall out. Um, did it, did it scare you? Yes, it it scared me. It ah. didn't scare me, it startled me. Um, I'm so happy to hear that. And then uh, we, we me and Corey, we kind of framed it, put it up on, on the window ledge, and we're, I, we hadn't even really talked about who was going to get it next, but we... And it was we, a plastic snake, folks. Yeah, it was a big, big plastic, plastic snake. It wasn't snake. just Enough a little... Scare yeah, yeah. It was bigger than what, like, a little gardener or something. God, who would have done that? That's yeah, I, you know exactly who did it. But uh, so so we took off and and Brad was out with uh, a a couple of local guys, I think. Yeah, and uh, a couple old I, dudes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, and so we went went wheeling by Brad and said we were going north before he had left this spot. And Corey Corey zinged it. Pretty, pretty good, pretty far. I, I was over there and I actually seen it fly up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it landed and we heard Brad squeal. It, yeah. It was, it was I didn't awesome. hear the squeal, but I seen the jump. Yeah. yeah. Now, what do you think those two old guys from Winnipeg were thinking? <laughs> what the yeah. hell? That guy yeah. just threw a snake in here? They, yeah. We, we have fun up here. There's, so where there's is no the, doubt about that. Yeah, we do have fun. That's for sure. So, where so, is the snake? Well, Brad got Donovan with it. It was was what I heard yet. And so right right now the snake's in Donovan's possession and, and uh I I told Brad and Donovan both that that we want to keep track of the snake just to know where it is and you, at some point it probably come full cycle I would yeah. That, and knowing yeah. those guys they'll I'm sure this isn't the last we've heard or seen of of the snake. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, that's just fun stuff. And I actually don't worry. I have a couple more, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, great! We like to play play pranks on each other. So, so I was. Um, well, let's just bring this out right now. I've worn two other men's underwear on this trip. Why is that? What? Well, yes, that's I know. Weird. Well. Well, you you gave me yours, which you know, and I thank God there was two guys my size. So we get here the first. <laughs> oh, night. I would not say. <laughs> oh well, what do you mean? We're the same size. Are we the same size? Six two two sixty. 
I'm not talking about that side. <laughs> Whoa, hey, this is a family show. <laughs> but anyway, I forgot my flipping luggage. I went out to Don's house in Utan. It was early. It's like 5 a.m. And I had my suitcase in the back. We get up here. We pull in at night. We're the last ones here. I get this sick feeling in my stomach like, oh, no. I don't think I grabbed my suitcase. All my Under Armour, all my, you know, underlayments, all my my boots, my underwear, my toiletries. Um, can I say toiletries? You know what I mean? That just sounds weird I think so. saying toiletries. Yeah, toothbrush. And I, I did brush my teeth this morning for the first time in three days. Thank you, Gary. Gary, come on over here and talk a little bit. Maybe we put him on the spot. But um, but anyway, these guys were gracious enough that Corey lent me some underwear, some socks, a sweatshirt. Um, Wade, I got a pair of his underwear. <laughs> got they fit better, didn't they? His, they did fit better. I don't obviously. Oh my, yeah, they little yeah. Uh, yours are a little more snug, like I like them. For right. some reason, yours, yours just um, were very loose. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know how else how to explain it. I mean, yeah, but, well, but um, but anyway. I don't think there's a lot left to say. Yeah, I don't think so. But does anybody have any Gary? Yeah. Join the crowd. I'm going to introduce you to Gary here. Gary's the second oldest man here. Maybe we can get Dobbadowski on the the mic, but I don't know. He's a little shy sometimes when it comes to speaking. What's I'll, up, I'll, Gary? I'll hey. t I'll tee Gary up just for a, a second. I'll I'll just say Gary and I. This is Corey, and uh, we've done this trip many times together. And this trip has really evolved. And so uh, you're hearing about the, the, the fishing and stuff. But this this trip is pretty cool, pretty good. I think most guys have a pretty high rating of it. But Gary's done it before, never with his son. So he's doing it with his son for his first time. All right. So, Gary, you've been to Helka. No, 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 no. Uh, Red, Red River. Oh. The, Red to River. me, you like know. The group. Would yeah. it be safe to call this the Northwest Iowa trip i mean you guys are these guys are from sheldon alden orange city right area yeah yeah we're all from the northwest iowa um i'm not going to talk about underwear right now but i'm going to get a little serious <laughs> here but this is a trip of a lifetime for me and my son um and i could get a little emotional but i don't want to but this is uh well you'd be the first guy that cried on this trip yeah so well, far in the last three days yeah so i mean go ahead, the fish seriously. the fish that we caught were amazing um, and just, just having my son outfish me and I'm not, I don't claim to be a good fisherman. I've never claimed to be a good fisherman. I've even said that to Corey. I've said that to the other guys that come up here. Um, but having him with me and going on this trip means so much to me at my age, him, the things we got going on, you know, in our personal lives. It's just, it's just a, a, an amazing experience. And the other thing I want to say too is that Tobin, Wade, Tim, you, Corey, Don, we've learned so much, you know? And these two guys, Wade accepted me in his boat. I brought my boat up here. I saw those rig, their guys' rigs, and I'm like, no, no, no. It's gonna be too much work. Yeah. So I thought, you know, we're gonna leave that damn thing on the trailer. And these guys have been outstanding as far as generosity yeah. that I could even hardly believe. Tobin took Jason two days in a row yeah. with Corey. And, and I'm just sitting there. I'm getting snaps from him and getting pictures. And I'm like, 
my heart is full. I, a happy dad, you know. I'm just, I'm just full of joy of of the experience that he's having up here with me and you guys. Yeah, and then Timmy, Timmy's crying right now. <laughs> no, but you're right. That's awesome. I, yeah, yep. that, that is awesome. And, yep. and you know, we've all you've caught a lot of fish. I mean, you know, but to see your son have an experience that, oh shoot, I don't know where you can get it. Where can you catch so many walleyes and so big? Right, twenty four. I don't know, man. I've never. I'm more of a bass fisherman. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I've really experienced oh, true walleye you fishing. A and... Bass fisherman? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, no, but, but that's. But no. you're so spoiled, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. is this? Yeah, it was. I ruined Iowa so fishing. Many... That is for sure. Yeah, well, how, how do you explain something like that? I mean, there's been right. some friends back home that probably got on a bite of perch where you can't put the minnows fast on fast enough and you can't get it down fast enough right whether you're in an ice shack or an open water we're doing that with 24 inch fish yeah one after the other after the other after the well, other 24 after the other. standing right over there right so, yeah 24 yeah. yeah don i had one netted today or uh, i had one hooked today and i said um Don, you better get the net on this one. And he kind of casually walks over, you know what I mean? He's kind of got the net. And then he tries knocking the hook out of its mouth. <laughs> it's a 25-incher. Because, I mean, I just got done catching a 25-incher. You know, we so it's like. pictures with 25-inchers. Yeah, the day. first day we're jumping around. And it's like, today it's like crazy. Oh, just such good fishing. But you're right, Gary. I mean, it's uh, it's memories. Right. You know, to, to, to have them. To all those other them. sons out there that are listening, old 24, Gary's pretty proud just because he came up. So, uh -huh. sons, yep. you better go fishing with your dads. Yep. You might have, you know, and he's a couple of Iowa State fans here, too. Yep. Uh -huh. All right. Go yep. Cyclones. <laughs> so, did you say go Hawks? No, no. We got he the didn't. Hawkeye fan. Give that back. But any other good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we got one more day of fishing left. Uh, well, some of us do. Some of us have to go back. But um, how about some other stories out there? I I seen um, a guy. I don't even know who caught that big fish. You can't even see the guy's face. The fish was so big. You know? <laughs> was that the faceless was that? fisherman? The faceless fisherman. Thanks, Gary. Yep. We we might have a uh, drawing. CB. Maybe see if uh, somebody can guess who it is. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Tell me that story. It was just a 24-inch or flop around the bottom of the boat, and everybody's no, so busy. No, I think busy. it was 25. It was 25? 25. It was finally, 25. Finally, and I'm, and I'm stuff calmed down a little bit. <laughs> well, it's your fish. Well, somebody pick it up and take a picture, so there he is. <laughs> like I said, literally, there's... Wade was hung I mean, up in the net. Pulling in doubles. I mean, there's fish all over the place. Yeah. So I had a fish in the bottom of the boat, and I... Um, Re-rigged, re-baited, dropped my line down. I'm like, oh! Fish in the bottom of the boat. I better get rid of it. It was just a random 25-inch walleye hanging flopping out of the boat. No, that uh, was a, that was my fish. Yeah, well, that was which was smaller. So Wade uh, gets into a 25, and he gets it out of the net onto the floor, but he's struggling to get back down. And I'm like, get that fish back here. So he moves it with his foot. It comes back to me. And I'm like, I Tim was going to help him with the net. I'm like, no, nah, I don't help him with the net. Let him struggle. You know? Yeah, like I that, said, we literally got to the point where it's like, you know, <laughs> hey, oh, it's another 24-incher. Right. <laughs> I picked up Wade's fish. And, and I'm like, Timmy, start taking pictures of me. <laughs> so we took a bunch of 
canned pictures. It was fun. Yeah. It was very fun. But just good times. Yeah. Wait, it's like, what's it matter? I mean, you just caught three of them. We didn't <laughs> yeah. take pictures of any of them. We you literally just well take a picture of my. Yeah, we face. literally could have posted some pictures on Facebook, which I will. And if we took pictures of all of them, people would say, that's the same fish over and over and over. Right. right. You know what I mean? I, I said that to Jason Barwick. No, you do hope that class of fish, those 25 inchers, do all get to that 28-inch point. And yeah. maybe that's the next big push right. of fish. Now, there who was, knows this? How old is a 25-inch greenback? We call them greenbacks up here because of the – it's the limestone. It's the lime. Yeah, there you go, Tim. Tell us a little bit of why they call them greenbacks. I don't know anything about that other than it's limestone. It's like <laughs> they call it. They, they, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> That's it's, it. You got your sweatshirt says Manitoba greenbacks. Well, yeah, which is what you actually do. He, he, here's the cool about. thing about it: when you're catching those fish, they must come from different areas of lake because some of them are yeah. just yeah. bright. I green. mean, they are bright green, and then you get one with a little lighter, whiter, brownish tint to it. That's not. It's still green, but not. It's like there's different levels of it. Think, it's got to be where they where they migrate the from. Day. That's a, really a gold one. Yeah. Beautiful goldfish, so and we haven't. It almost had to come out of the river, then, right? Yeah. And then a lot of them are. A lot of the river fish are gray. This was beautiful, beautiful yeah. gold. We took a well, couple pictures like of that. Ontario fish, kind of really? Ontario, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been. Uh, I fished in northern Minnesota one time, and there was um, some sort of a mineral in the water. The fish were like an orangey tint. Mm -hmm. You could actually see the water from the wake of the motor had an orange yeah, tint rusty, yeah like a rusty like you've seen that gary yeah. yeah you know yeah they're wild looking too you know when you get to the uh, deep brown yeah gold. but these fish are so beautiful oh yeah it's crazy yep. and then um for the first time ever i've seen a fish other than a walleye caught here uh i caught a small northern hmm. you caught, caught one? one yeah yeah anybody else catch caught one? yeah i caught a couple northern. Northern. how about drum Tobin caught Tobin a master it. angler drum yep. with me and Brad the other day. Okay, drums really a master sheephead. Is, yeah, how big is a master angler? Drum? I think it's twenty five <laughs> inches, and Tobin's was over twenty five inches. Huh. And it was a. I mean, you talk about these football walleyes, but that thing was. And Wade's got pictures of them. Or yeah. Tim Tim caught one too. They're they're yeah they and they fight like crazy. Yeah, drum are very powerful fish. Also, yeah, very powerful fish. Well, not very good eating. No, you know what? I have eaten drum. I backstrap them. You know, the backstraps on a drum are very white. Yep. So try hmm. that sometime. Interesting. Yep. But uh, any other funny stories anybody got? Anybody else want to touch on anything? Well, you know, we've talked about the lures and talked about, you know, kind of where we're at and. Well, this is the time of year to go, I think, because, you know, you hear people say, oh, they're getting their feed sacks on because they're eating a lot right now. But the funny thing is, I didn't see anything in their bellies. Tobin, you cleaned a lot of fish. What was in their bellies? I I did not find a fish that had anything in them. Of the, the amount of fish, you know, we cleaned to eat. Um, and the, the fish that everybody gets to take home their four you know and that's we've we've cleaned a lot of fish here mm -hmm. and and be basically completely empty tells me that the they're hungry um and they're freaking growing you know the 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 weight of the fish here is is 
astronomical. Yeah, so they, they're, whatever they're so they are eating is probably through their system pretty quick too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the the growth rate maybe because the commercial fisher fishery is is designed to catch that that 16 17 inch um fairly skinny fish they have regulations on mesh size that that targets the smaller fish um and and i me and Corey and me and all you guys have kind of talked about this maybe that is has changed the the genetics of the fish in the lake that that make the football fish are are gonna live you know and Man, I can't wait till the this twenty five inch class gets to thirty because they're going to be sixteen, oh, oh. eighteen pound freaking thirty inch. Yeah, when you talk about you know when you talk about class of fish, we're talking about sizes. So I think you know the class of fish we're using big bait though. So if we didn't catch a lot of little ones, that you know I kind of but you know hopefully I mean I we didn't catch yesterday. Out of 38 fish we caught yesterday in, in our boat, you know, first day was 30, second day was 38, today was 65, but yesterday there was maybe two under 20 inches. So, you know, hopefully that smaller class, you know, is there, but we just didn't catch a lot of them. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fairly sure they're there, and, and we did see some... I, I wouldn't call them fin, fingerlings, but I, you know, 10, 10 inch, 12 inch fish. Today, today more than the previous yeah. three or four days. Ones, yeah. yeah, today, today yeah. was absolutely uh, more, more of the smaller fish were in, were in the, the system too, or they're actively feeding, you know, and the big fish have to eat all the time and the smaller fish tend to stay away from the bigger fish so yeah once you find what you're looking for you stay there you know that that might be something to say just about what what we're using them too right like yeah my jigging wraps a three and a half inch long deal by itself then i got a moxie whatever it's called hanging off the back what is it called it's an authentic moxie tail a plastic tail electric chicken or something like that yeah oh, the electric chicken huh yeah the electric chicken you know then you're tipping it with two full-size minnows right so you're just you're basically you know just a big old six seven inch little fish right yeah and that's your target so you wonder if you really got small and down there and weren't doing anything compared to you know four foot ripping it if you catch a few more of those yeah you know? i mean these big howard fish. said in canada big bait big fish big bait big fish right. there you go Fish float, right. fish done. <laughs> that was Tim. Wise words from Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Few and far between. Tim always has wide words. Um, so anything else anybody wants to talk about? Then we'll get to, I want to ask everybody a question. But um, I don't know, Corey, you got anything? Timmy, Jason, Gary? No, I no, I got to no, check on the uh, paper plate. Say just thanks, We're gonna, everybody, for coming up. Thanks, Corey, for yep. kind of grabbing the reins and getting this nice little Airbnb you found us up here. This is a great little nice. place, isn't it? Yeah. This, yep. Yep. And then next, We're looking for paper plate sponsors for the next trip, though. Yes. <laughs> looking for paper plate sponsors, yes. Yeah. Paper so, plate police. Yeah. Um, now, next year, we might be staying at Tobin's place. He's, he's going to become a Canadian citizen, I believe. <laughs> You right? know, and that's the truth. It's, it's, well, you should. You've been up here like what six months? 
I mean, you get to be a what you can. It's claim good we're all a great, great group of guys because with as good as the fishing was, there's quite a few people that would just say, "Screw it, I'm getting divorced. I'm gonna live up here." Yeah, yeah there's right. some guys that would do that. Like, yeah, I'm telling you, it was is, that amazing. But this we're is, way better than that. Yeah, way better. Uh, definitely the f- most walleye I've ever caught in my life. Yeah, unbelievable. But. Um, we're gonna we're gonna do a part two next year. What do you think of that? That sounds good. Yep. Yeah. But I appreciate you guys for inviting us too, because this is my first time, and you invited Don and I, and you welcomed us with open arms. You handed out your underwear like you know I was a brother. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate that. Nobody gave up their toothbrush, that's but I did true, have underwear. That's a true that, I offered, that is a true I offered you my toothbrush. Yeah, you know, I think you know. Actually, you said you know you can use it, but I'm thinking to myself. I don't want to use another man's toothbrush. I don't want to, that's, that's pulling the line. You know what I mean? But um, I'll wear his underwear. I won't use his toothbrush. Pull, I don't want to do that to him. Pulling the line. Why is that pouch in the front of my shorts bigger now than it used to be? Well, because, well I think you were pulling the line We've come to the conclusion that, um, that Corey's well hung. I don't, I don't know how I need, I don't know how else you to say You cannot put that on radio. I don't know. We can edit. Edit. Should we edit that? Edit. No. Really? You, no. you have to. I don't edit. know. But, you know, when I say well hung, though, I could be meaning a lot of different I get things. so much attention, I don't need it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you see them, do you see them gals hiking into the woods today? They kept turning around eyeballing Corey. The low skirts? Yeah. 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 They were eyeballing him. <laughs> well, we'll start with Corey. Corey, give me a bucket list trip. Um, I always ask all my guests, what's their bucket list trip? You know, so where would you go after yeah. this trip? Gosh, I'm telling you. Yeah. So my, uh, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've done this trip, uh, with some of the people that I care about the very most in my life and people that are good to me. And I've tried to be very good to them. Um, I've not. I'm not a wonder. Gary said earlier, I'm not. I don't claim to be a Tim, great. Timmy's hugging him right now. <laughs> I don't claim to be a great fisherman or anything, but I, I just don't know what would be better. I'd like to do a fly in and 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 be out in the bush and and totally reliant mm-hmm. on you know what's there. We talked about the fishing, you guys. Our words aren't going to do it for you. You're going to no. have to do it. Um, but for that, I can't imagine anything better. Uh, a couple guys went gator hunting this year, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, stuff like that, you know, I'd like to do. But um, I'd probably like to do a fly-in. A, a fly-in and, fly, and fly be out. In, in Canada, walleye, lake yeah. trout or whatever. Yeah, on a lake more. somewhere, wooded. Uh, I like it. I- dependent on what's there. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to pick you up in six days, and that's how it is. So I'd yeah. like to do that. I haven't done that. Perfect. Timmy? Yes, sir. How are you today? Hello, Timmy. Hello. South Dakota native. Yeah. Eureka. Eureka, South Eureka. Dakota. I was going to make a comment, but I'm not going to make that comment. Anyway, um, <laughs> bucket list. Um, what's the? Where'd you guys go lake trout fishing? Montana, oh. Fort Peck. So I think that's about it because I've actually been pretty spoiled and lucky. I've done the fly-in fishing trips and the ice fishing trips and the boat trips. And then bucket list was gator hunting in florida this year and, and you did that so yeah tobin tell- tobin and i actually went did that took the uh the ladies down and for a week and gator hunting i don't know if you you think you you like adrenaline and you think you've done it all you should go gator hunting 
it's an experience that you can't explain so yeah i think maybe fort peck otherwise i maybe alaska yeah that'd probably be something i'd like to do but other than that it's we've kind of been blessed and done it all already so yeah, we are blessed yeah for sure cool man uh jason or should i say 24 i got my gang signs up 24 <laughs> 24 baby what's up young man not too much give yeah, me your bucket on. give me your bucket list trip my bucket list fishing trip yep um, I don't know if this is just strictly like a freshwater podcast. Or not, no, you can do anything. I'm a sucker for the warm weather and, and beaches and stuff, but I'd really like to uh, go down fishing in the Gulf of Mexico sometime and catch a, a shark or like a Goliath grouper or something big like that would be really cool. So. Sweet. Sweet. I like that. I like that a lot. Wade, my man. I would say I do like the deep sea stuff because it's totally different. You know, that is cool. But my... My bucket probably is a flying because you just when you're just up there and you see it, yeah. God stuff, and then you fly in and do it. You know, it's it's pretty awesome. But what I haven't done, I do want to do is go up north from where we're at, find some ice, and do some big lake trout. Mm, you know, yeah. watching those guys on YouTube pull in those, dude. You know, Jason Mitchell did a show. I think it's all. It looks summer. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, th those those fish are so powerful. Yeah, what is yeah. that like? Two hours north, maybe. I'm not sure how far you'd have to go. You know, in yeah. Ontario, on the like when huh. we go up there and Bell, they're they're right there. I mean, it's yeah. So know nothing about it, don't know how to do it, but would love yeah. to get you know hooked up with a guide and go and go. Yep, yep. that's definitely like on that my list too. You, trophy walleye, trophy lake trout, all in the yep. same place. Right. Yep. Yep. Gary. Um, you know, I told Gary I can see right through his work. He's uh, he works for Pella Windows, so throw a plug. Maybe they could be a sponsor of mine. I just throw a plug in on them. Yeah, I don't know if I have that much pull, but maybe we could. What's your bucket list trip, Gary? My bucket list trip. I think Corey and my son stole both of them. I've talked to. I have a buddy of mine that we used to live in Decorah, Iowa. He he does that that fly in trip. And he says it's just amazing. He invited me one time to go with him, and we had other plans, couldn't do it. Um, but he said it's just amazing flying yeah. in and taking your gear, and you feel like you know you're really out in the wilderness and yeah. and, and and in touch with nature up mm -hmm. there. But also the the you know the Gulf of Mexico uh, ocean trip. Yeah, uh, we we actually have done that with. Jason, we went down there with the family for vacation one time, and we went on a charter fish. We didn't get to go out of the bay. <laughs> Jason, no. Jason's back there going, we didn't get out of the bay. No, though. we didn't. We didn't, but but we <laughs> caught fish. Caught we caught yeah. fish. We're good. And uh, it, it's uh, playing hooky charters is what it's called. Yeah, playing hooky charters. Yeah, and down in uh, Tampa Bay. I like that. Yeah, like and that. Uh, and. Uh, Captain Adam and his wife Tara were just unbelievable for us because he says he he's never fished. He doesn't really fish the bay, but uh, uh, I just begged him. I said, "Hey, you got to take my son. We we you know we flew all the way down here. He really wants to go." He okay, okay, okay. We'll do it. So we went fishing. We caught some uh, Spanish mackerel. Um, holy mackerel yeah holy mackerel right <laughs> sorry right Bad. and then we got back to the dock uh and then we were catching these saltwater catfish 
which were oh. amazing. Oh, yeah. Don't touch them, though. I'd never seen them before. Yeah, I was like, what in the world? So he was catching them right off the right off the dock. Huh. So in the Spanish mackerel, we had a good mess of them. And he said, hey, I'll clean these up. You take them to any restaurant on the coast, huh. and they'll cook them for you. Sweet. Just bring them in. They'll cook them for you and yeah. bring it right to your table. I said, wow, that's amazing. So that's that was that's a lot of fun, but uh, we really wanted to go shark fishing. That was his yeah. that was his deal, but well, we weren't in the guys, right we weren't in the right water. I so. hope you guys get to go shark fishing. Yeah. Um, before we get to Tobin, <clears throat> the guy standing in the background, Don, get up here on the mic. Tell us your bucket list trip. You got to you got to get up on the mic yet. though. Don doesn't have one yet. Yeah, but uh, well, this obviously was probably one of them, right? We caught a lot of fish. Don Don was my captain. Um, for the last three days and can't thank him enough for sharing his boat with me and all that good stuff but change your mind let me know but yeah obviously like i said this was a, a good one i always enjoy fishing with don he's been my longtime fishing partner um tobin give me a bucket list trip for a guy that a guy that catches walleyes like nobody i've ever seen pretty much up here um i i been kind of thinking about it you know i've I, like tim said i i feel just immensely blessed to, to fish with this this group that we've got um and a little bit spoiled um as, as i get older and and get closer to the the retirement and i've i've worked hard for everything i have and and i I kind of view life that I'm work. I worked hard, so now I'm going to play hard. Um, the the alligator hunt with Tim um, was absolutely nuts. Through Tim, we've met a couple guys down in Florida that actually come ice fishing with us. So we we started trading trips. Um, I I've I've been in I've been on twenty fours freaking bucket list trip. You know, I caught that giant shark down there and and. Uh, but I met uh, um, a girl up here, and I'm happily married, so everybody knows. But but uh, there's this girl named Mich Michelle Balfour um, is is probably the most excited fisher person I've ever met in my life, and. Uh, she moved up to Great Slave Lake, which is, if if we jumped in our trucks and boats to drive there, it's like 28, 29 hours from here. From here. From here, you know. So I'm I'm looking at 30 to somewhere between 30 and 40 hours, depending on road conditions, if you're going to take a boat, you know. Um, but yeah, it's a it it's a gigantic. Um, lake and the the 50 60 pound lake trout are common wow. so that's that's kind of my next um goal mm -hmm. i don't i don't know if i'll yeah. get it you know you yeah. you bucket list so you're kind of out there and and there's a lot of places in europe that that uh have some a little little bit different of the walleye class fish to get really really big but yeah I, I think that great slave lake is is probably mine no those are all good places i'd like to go to all those too so let's do another trip huh guys yeah. but it's funny my wife gives me a hard time because 
when I came up here ice fishing, I told her it was my bucket list trip, and then now I do it every year. And then we went to Fort Peck, Montana, and I told her that was my bucket list trip, and then, you know, we've been there twice now, and I think we're going back this year. So she says, your bucket list right. trips turn into a yearly deal. So anyway, she says, when are you going to make money off this podcast? And I said, well, I, I don't know if I ever will. So, you know, so the more listeners, <laughs> the more listeners I can get, the better off I'll be. <clears throat> well, you'll have four or five more now, right? Share that'll this, re- yeah. That'll really. Oh, help. now you guys are going to listen to my podcast yeah. finally because you're on it. That'll jerks. really help, Jeff. My Jeff, gosh. I've listened to all of them. You have? I have. Look at you, Timmy. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I know when you're listening too, because I can get on there and mm-hmm. it'll show me GPS from Sheldon that are all too big. But anyway, that's probably about it. Um, unbelievable trip. The best walleye trip I have ever had, hands down, when it comes to size and quantity. Um, Helka Island, Gull Harbor, Winnipeg, Canada. Um, check them out. Check out Walleye Mafia Lures. If you're coming up here, get some lures from these guys. If you need a guide, call Blackwater Cats. Talk to Donovan. He's got a lot of good guys um they'll set you up so anyway uh thanks for listening and we're out